Radio Pulpit, 657 AM, your daily companion. This is Heart to Heart with Swongile Mufukeng on Radio Pulpit. Heart to Heart. Hello to the family of Radio Pulpit. How are you doing? So today I am Mpoputini. My name is Swongile Mufukeng with you up until... Uh, Three o'clock right here on the airwaves of 657 AM. And yes, I'm sitting in from Poputini. And uh, yeah, we are going to have a wonderful time together. And I must say thanks to Bongani, who has held it down, held it down throughout, together with Elevated earlier on. And uh, yes, we opened the show heart to heart with the sounds of Pulling Much. And the song is... um, and the song says Defila Medley, and she was just giving us some hymns from Mandulo from the olden times. But we thank God we are here, you and I. It's a beautiful Friday. The last, is it the last one actually, or the beginning of a new month? It's the beginning of a new month. <laughs> so we thank God for that. And in this hour, my family, I'm honored. I will be talking to a beautiful queen. And I saw her somewhere. She is getting ready um, to talk to us. She spoke to us, uh, I think, a week ago. And we were saying, look what God has done. And uh, the Lord has saved her from a close-to-death experience that also affected her mental health. And so this is where we're going to start in the second hour. We have a message from Mubabubonagele Majuba. And um, yeah, we are just going to be crossing over to Mpumalanga to hear what he has to say to us and uh, what is happening today in Mpumalanga. But right now, let me connect to my queen, Pastor Angie Campus Real. This is Heart to Heart with Swongile Mufukeng. On Radio Pulpit. Heart to heart. The time exactly 15 minutes, just of 12. And yes, if you just joined us, I am Poputini today. My name is Swong Demofukeng with you up until 3 o'clock. And uh, I am excited that God continues to do awesome and wonderful things in our lives. And we see Him move. He's still a God who moves. And let me tell you, somebody says he moves with the movers. Are you a mover? Are you moving with God? Or are you just sitting there waiting? But hey, let's talk to Pastor Angie and hear what the Lord has done. And also helping somebody who's going through a mental health issue. You might be anxious because of whatever trauma that you have experienced in your life. You might be going through something that is bringing forth that anxiety in your life. But hey, this is the day that the Lord has made. Pastor Angie, my queen, how are you? Hello, Sipu. How are you? And happy Friday. It's, oh, I'm wearing jeans today. Praise the Lord. <laughs> it's Friday. So it's Friday. Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I forgot that I also have a, some jeans on my head as well. So, yeah. <laughs> you know, Mus. Uh, you go, girl. You know, Mus. I know, called, Mus. <laughs> yeah, yeah, Mus. It's Friday called, vibe. Yeah, it's called Friday. What? Friday. Jeans Friday. Yeah. Jeans Friday. So, yeah. There you go. <laughs> my yes, queen. Yes, I just want to say hello to everybody. Hello to the hello. Hello to the Radio Pulpit family. I just want to give a quick shout out to all my colleagues at Emergent Energy Matriarch who have 
tuned in to to listen today i think there's a lot of people who are struggling in the area of mental health a great shout out to my family in kzn in newcastle they've tuned in to listen uh we've got some listeners from australia who tuned in last week as well as this week so i think we we have a, a great listenership to my family, my friends, my neighbors, my colleagues at Emergent Energy. And of course, the family at Radio Pulpit. Just a shout out to everybody on this beautiful Friday, 1st of March. Uh-huh. All righty then. I hope that they heard their names being mentioned there and they're happy about it. All right. There's just one thing I, I need to fix. One thing. And then we continue with Pastor Angie. The search continues for top quality South African Christian music. If you are a new artist or releasing a new CD, then send it to Radio Pulpit. For more information, please visit the Radio Pulpit website. That's www.radiopulpit.co.za. Or phone us during office hours. 012-334-1200. Radio Pulpit, your daily companion. Beautiful music coming there from Blessing Ferrari Chinyerejes. Is it Chinyerere? <laughs> Beautiful. I love is the title of the song. 22 minutes. It is just after 12. And uh, yes, my family, we greeted the Queen. We are back with Pastor Angie Campus Real. And last time we spoke to you, my queen, you were talking about how the experience that you had, you hit a wall, um, you, you, you didn't know how serious it was, you fainted, you woke up, your brain sw- was swollen, um, and you found out later because you, was, you slept for the whole week and that, until a friend came and took you, you asked a friend to take you to the doctor, and um, it was a serious thing. It affected your work, it affected, and you continued as though life is normal. You continue to be mom, you continue to go to work um, and continue to do all that you normally do. Um, and uh, it was a serious matter. And for the first time, you experienced um, anxiety, you know, and an anxiety attack as well. Um, and you, you were speaking into the lives of those people who are experiencing mental issues, be it maybe because of trauma or it's just something that happens. They can't even tell you how it started and when it started, but they're experiencing this in their lives. And so today um, we are still on that, on, 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 on people being affected in many ways and yes. they're anxious. Yes, absolutely. Um, as mentioned last week, um, Tuesday, I think it was, when we were together, um, I'm actually dedicating this show to my cousin brother, Carol, who committed suicide. Last week, Tuesday was exactly one year that he had committed suicide. And um, as well as my own mental health issues, as you mentioned, I had an issue where I tripped and fell face first into a wall. I, I caught the wall with my jaw. So I ended up uh, hurting my jaw, my neck, my spine. I had a level three concussion, so I was blacked out on the floor. I was unconscious. Mm. And based on that, um, I suffered so much of trauma. My brain went into flight or flee mode. Uh, I started suffering from severe anxiety. I had six anxiety attacks in the space of one month. And the doctor had actually said to me that um, unless I try to manage this better, I could actually have a stroke and die. Um, as I explained to you, I went blind, I lost my memory, I was paralyzed. Um, while I was driving, I blacked out on the highway, driving with David, uh, just blacked out while driving. Thank God we didn't have an accident. Um, I lost my speech. I had to, I had to reteach myself how to speak properly. 
um, you know, having lost my sight. The memory loss was very, very severe. I mean, just walking from the bedroom to the kitchen, I couldn't remember what I wanted. I had to resign from my job. I was head of projects at my previous company. I resigned from my job. I didn't know what the future was going to hold for me. And, um, you know, it took me such a long time to really recover from this. But as I shared in last week's message, what helped me to recover was my spirit. We spoke about the scripture in the book of Matthew, chapter 7, from verse 24, when Jesus spoke about a wise man built his house on a rock. And when the storm comes and beats up against that house, the house will stand. And what I really want to shine a light on today, we did quite a an exhaustive introduction of what I went through last week. And this week, what I want to really shine a light on, on Cebu is that mental health is important. And we are not weak. And we need to remove the stigma that has been created for people to believe that if they are struggling with depression, if they are struggling with anxiety, if they are struggling with stress, that doesn't make you weak. I'm a woman of God. I'm a pastor. I'm ordained. I was ordained 10 years ago. I've been doing ministry. I do deliverance. I deal with demonic spirits. I pray for people for healing. And I've applied the same prayer, the same principles for other people as I have for myself. I've trusted God for my healing. I've walked in my healing. That's how I'm alive today. And I want us to remove that stigma that, that is surrounded around mental health. If you struggle with anxiety, you are not weak. If you are struggling with depression, you are not weak. In fact, when you ask for help, when you seek help, you are courageous. You are strong. When you speak up, when you speak about those things that are hurting you, that takes courage. And I, I want to use this platform to say to people, talk. Don't commit suicide like my brother Kate did. When you're feeling overwhelmed, when you're feeling depressed, when you're feeling like you cannot cope, reach out to someone. Talk to someone. Ask for help. That is the reason why I'm here today. Sure. To ask people to reach out. Now, what in your realization, um, my queen, um, as you have been journeying on and you have been ministering to people, and I know you still minister to people after the experience, even now on this journey, what is it that makes people silent? What silences them when they're going through, besides the stigma? Um, could also, could could it be that even anxiety and depression also, because they are also spirits, could they be also suppressing and silencing people on their own before we come to the stigma itself? So... Absolutely. So I can, I can speak from my own personal experience, firstly, of what at one stage caused me not to speak out. At the same time, you are very right. We are dealing with demonic spirits, and that's a reality. The Bible says, for, for we do not have a spirit of fear, but of love and of power and of a sound mind. And that word spirit is important because man is three part beings. The book of Hebrews teaches us that man is three part beings. We are spirit, soul, and body. We have a soul. The area of your soul is your psyche. So your soul is your mind, your will, your thought, and your thoughts. Your emotions all form part of your soul or your psyche. The word psychology is a study of the mind, the thoughts, the world, and the emotion. We are a spirit being, and the spirit of a man is eternal. And the spirit and the soul are housed in a body. So when the body dies, the spirit is eternal. The spirit lives on, and your spirit maintains 
the thoughts and your will and all of that is happening in the soul is maintained. So it's just the body that dies. So man is three-part being. And so we are spirit, and in the same way we are spirit, there are other spirits that operate in the world. There are angelic spirits, there's the Holy Spirit of God, and there are also what, what is the Bible speaks of as demonic spirits. And here Timothy Paul writes to Timothy and he says, I have not, you do not have a spirit of fear. The spirit of fear, the spirit of anxiety, the spirit of depression, the spirit of suicide, the spirit of isolation, the spirit of loneliness. A number of these spirits are actually born out of, and this is a much bigger topic that one needs to get into, what is known as the orphan spirit. People start to feel that they are disconnected from God. They are disconnected from God our Father. They don't know how to recover and get back to that love that God has has given to them so abundantly. And so they become very depressed, very sad, very lonely. And what happens is these spirits start to capitalize. So we are spirit beings, and absolutely yes. Many people who are suicidal are dealing with the spirit of death that has come upon them, possibly through the generational bloodline that has come upon them and now is oppressing them. They don't even know why they're feeling the way they're feeling. And this is so important that I have to put this out there to people. And I need to say to you that not every single issue you are dealing with is necessarily something that, that you have created for yourself. A lot of times, a lot of these things come through the generational bloodline. Okay. Addiction, for instance. I, I, my brother, Kay, who committed suicide a year ago, he struggled with a gambling addiction. He sent me a message at one stage, and, you know, it was such a painful message because he was saved, he was a Christian, I was his pastor. And he said to me, my sister, he said, you know, I don't know why I keep on going back to this gambling addiction. It's so difficult. Why do I keep on committing the sin and living the sinful life? And he was so hard on himself. Mm. You know, family, he was so, when I read that message after he committed suicide, I said he was so hard on himself. And I tried to teach him, and I tried to say to him, Kay, a lot of this is inherited through the generational bloodline. Our grandparents had addictions. You know, our great-grandparents had addictions. And this is something that can just be cut off through the generational bloodline. It is flowing down the bloodline. Now, you are trying so hard to give up that gambling addiction. You are trying to give up that alcoholism. You're trying to give up that sexual addiction. And you are saying, you know, God has deserted me. I'm letting my family down. In the meantime, you are being so hard on yourself. So you are fighting. You are fighting. But you reminded me, you reminded me, you reminded me of, um, what is the the scripture? The book of 2 Timothy. Um, and and uh, that says that for God has not given us the spirit of fear. Let me, yeah, it says for God has not given us the spirit of fear, but of power and of love and of a sound mind. Um, but when you're going through that, uh, sometimes the scripture is gone. It has gone out the window. Let me say I, uh, people who support uh, all right, maybe you can tell us how, about how to encourage oneself. But let me start about the outside people, like your family, the support that you have, like your family, your friends. What are some of the things that we can say to the one that we realize they're going through this journey of the oppression? They are feeling like they are cast down. Like David would say, why is my spirit cast down? So they are feeling like that at yeah. that moment. How do we do 
how do we talk to them show love without putting more pressure on them without making them feel uh like they are not uh, they are yeah like 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 whatever that they're going through is not is not serious because i think sometimes we also fail our people where we find that when we are supposed to be supportive and loving um we are the ones that injure them more we are the ones that bring pressure on them more that at the end of the day they feel like i'm failing my family i'm failing god i'm not good enough and then it le- it can lead even to suicide so how do we support them with love without putting more pressure onto them without um also pre- um yeah <laughs> um I think that's a heavy loaded question, and I think it, it will vary from person to person. Um, I, I think it's very important for us as individuals to understand that, especially as leaders, as counselors, as pastors, as psychologists, as psychiatrists, um, we, we need to, the first thing that matters to me, I think, when I was going through this, is to understand that we must know when to advise and okay. when to just listen. All right. That's important. So there are times where someone just needs to talk mm. and we just need to sit and listen. So for instance, my very brother Kay, the one who committed suicide, mm. when I was going through a very difficult time in my life, I remember I phoned him. I mean, he lived in KZ, he lived in KZ and I live in GP. And I phoned him and I just said to him, Kay, you know, I'm going through such a hard time. Um, this was about four years ago. And I just spoke to him on the phone. And he just said to me, my sister, you know what, um, I'm going to take a taxi and he got into a public taxi at the time, and he said, "I'm just gonna, I'm just, I'm just gonna come over." And he's a very introverted person. You know, I'm a talker. I talk a lot, and he's not so much of a talker. He's quite introverted. Um, and what he did was he simply just took a taxi. I mean, he wasn't working at the time. Um, and I said to him, uh, "Brother, can I send you money for taxi?" And he said, "No, I've, I've got a few rands." And 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 he paid for the taxi himself. I mean, I could have sent him money, you know, for the taxi. Mm. He paid for the taxi himself. He got he got off here at park station. I picked him up, and for an entire month, he just came and sat with me. You know that was one of the things I remembered, even when I did his obituary at his funeral. That's what I spoke about because that's what spoke to me the most. He's not a talker. I didn't really have much to say. I was processing my own emotions. He just showed up. He didn't ask for the money. This was a young man who wasn't working. He didn't ask for the money for the taxi fare. He, what little he had, he paid for the taxi. He took a taxi, he got here, he arrived, and he just came and he sat with me and with David, and he just sat. And when I was ready to talk, I talked. And when I didn't feel like talking, I didn't talk, but I wasn't alone. Mm. So that stood out for me, you know, throughout every incident I went through my life. I said, this is what my brother did for me. And so that's what I needed at the time. And, And often we always want to advise. We want to quote scripture. We want to put things on people. We want them to just get over it, just move on. I had somebody once say to me, like, I, I've been abandoned. I, I've struggled with abandonment issues my whole life. And God has, has healed me progressively. It wasn't an instantaneous healing. It was progressive. And I heard one day a pastor said to me, she said, oh, you're always speaking about this abandonment. You need to get over it. <laughs> yeah. You know? Yeah. And no, no, it's not that easy. You All know, right. it's progressive. God has healed me of that. Here a little, there a little. All right. Line upon line, 
it it it's it's a journey that one takes with the lord even with the with depression it becomes a journey that one takes with the lord let's come back pastor compass real and talk about how if i am the one in that position who is feeling anxious depressed I don't have a sound mind. The Bible says he has given me the spirit of a sound mind. He has given me, uh, for God has given me um, a spirit. What? He did not give me the spirit of fear, um, uh, but he has given me the spirit of power, love, and of a sound mind. So how do I take the word and make it work for me? What is it that I have to do? Um, Because As you said, it's a journey. (laughs) So meaning that every morning I'm faced with this. How can I encourage myself in the Lord? The Bible talks about David encouraging himself in the Lord. But when you are swallowed, I've heard, and we were talking about it with you the other time, that some people feel like when, when, when they go through depression, they feel like they are swallowed by this darkness. Others feel like they are locked down deep in a bottomless uh, pit. They can't come out. They can't climb out. Some feel like they are swimming, but they they, they can't make it above the water. They 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 are actually now drowning. So how do you, when you feel like all that, and it's the things that you have also gone through, um, your advice on how I can now work on me because it's a daily battle. It's a daily war to an extent that I'm not looking forward to waking up. I'm not looking forward to waking up. Let's take a break. When we come back, let's talk about that. We are here 24 hours a day with the message of hope, faith and love on 657 AM. Do you need prayer? WhatsApp your name and your prayer request to 082-657-2729 and our care center will gladly contact you to pray for you. Do you read the Word for Today daily devotionals? We wish to ensure that your copy reaches you on time. You can now receive the booklet directly at an address of your choice or via email if you prefer. It's easy. Visit radiopulpit.co.za, select your choice and update your details. Or SMS the word DEVOTIONAL to 37871. You will receive a reply SMS with the options. Alternatively, contact client services on 012-334-1257. Standard rate supply. Radio Pulpit, 657 AM, a companion for those who need encouragement. Listen to us on our app or visit radiopulpit.co.za. It's a beautiful Friday. I am Sibongile Mofukeng sitting in for Mpoputini. So today I am Mpoputini and I'm with you up until 3 o'clock. At 3 o'clock, Germany, Johan else comes through with something else. And afterwards, Ayanda Neneva takes you through with Spectrum at 4 o'clock. Give you the sounds of Kolita Bete. Uh, God is able. That's the song I gave to you. And it's exactly... Um, it is uh, 17 minutes, is it? Yep, 17 minutes just before one. And uh, yeah, at one o'clock, I did mention that we are crossing over to Mpumalanga. We are going to have the state of the province addressed by Premier Rifile Mtswenitsipani. So she will be giving that speech 
at one o'clock, right at one o'clock of the cop. But right now, I am blessed to be talking to my queen and pastor, Angie Campus Real. Muruti, I'm trying, but the Friday mode doesn't want to go, doesn't want to let me go. <laughs> <laughs> no, 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 girl. You gotta be in that Friday vibe. <laughs> We're all in that Friday vibe. <laughs> Here's a family member before I go to the question that I asked you earlier on uh, of how one can encourage themselves in the Lord. Okay, I'm not sure if it's a question or if it's a, I think it's an acknowledgement uh, from a family member. Shemaine says, thank you for the great show. It was hard for me to seek help because I was so torn between believing that God didn't give us the spirit of fear and the verse about God bringing the spirit of depression on King Saul. So I didn't know if God is dealing with me or is it a demonic attack? Somebody might be going through this, um, Pastor Angie. So we will come to my question. Can we respond to this first? Absolutely. I think we've got to be very, very careful when we read our scripture and how we, how we read it. You know, God doesn't put demonic spirits on us. What happened with King Saul was the Holy Spirit departed from him. And when the Holy Spirit departed, that's when it opened the door for other spirits to come in. Charmaine, I think her name is Charmaine. Let me share something with you that my pastor shared oh, with no, me no, when no. I was a baby. No, my queen. I don't think it's Charmaine. She has passed through that. So I'm asking the same question that she has gone through. Uh, because the Lord yes. took her out of it. But now somebody might be yes. going through that. They are torn between this. Yes. So I needed to respond to that. But it's not Shamin. Shamin has already made it over. Amen. And so we, we need to be very, very, we need to clearly understand that God doesn't put these spirits on us. You know, what happened with King Saul was, was the Holy Spirit lifted from him because of because of his what he had done, he was in disobedience. And so the kingdom of God departed from him. The Holy Spirit lifted from him. The kingdom of God is is righteousness, peace and joy of the Holy Ghost. So when the kingdom of God departed from, from Saul, then the Holy Spirit lifted of him. And that is what caused many other spirits to attach itself to him. And so my pastor said something to me that I'm gonna share with you that changed my life totally. And this is what he said. There are so many people who are so unkind to themselves. You know, please get this. Stop being hard on yourself. Stop being unkind to yourself. We all go through things. That's the humanity in us. Even Jesus wept. Even Jesus went through these things. That's the humanity in us. And this is what my pastor said to me that 20 odd years ago. He said, there are so many people who say, I'm not going to go to church. I'm not going to spend time with God until I give up smoking. When I give up smoking, I'll go to church. When I give up drinking, I'll go to church. Hmm. And what he said is, you don't have to do the work yourself. All you need to do is get closer to the Holy Spirit. And as you fill yourself with the Holy Spirit, as you build up your spirit man, you don't have to leave anything. Those things will leave you. So if you're feeling anxious, to answer your question, this is going to be, I'm answering the whole question, all the questions. In order for you to, to overcome these things, build up your spirit. When I was going through this injury, it was, a, it was a level three concussion. It was an injury of the brain. When I was going through this injury, mm. I had no use of my memory. I'd lost my memory. My, my, my will, my emotions were all over the place. I was anxious. I was depressed. I was frustrated. I was overwhelmed. My soul had let me down. 
Mm. My body had betrayed me. I was in pain. Um, my body I was paralyzed. I went blind. I couldn't speak. My body betrayed me. My soul betrayed me. Mm. What brought me through this? Why am I still standing today? My spirit was strong. Mm. My spirit man sustained me. So when you are going through these difficult times, what is it that you need to always build up? Like a strong man who builds his house on the rock, build up your spirit. You can forget scripture because your memory is gone. Your body doesn't want to fast. It doesn't want to pray. It's broken. But if you have a strong spirit, if you build up your spirit, if you, if you live a lifestyle of spending time with the Holy Spirit, um, I shared something in January. I said, I have only one message for people. From now till there, I'm going to be with the Lord. And this is my message. Rebuild the tabernacle of the Holy Spirit within your life. You are the temple of the Holy Spirit. The, the, the Holy Spirit lives inside of you. Build up your Holy Spirit. Spend time with the Holy Spirit. Talk to the Holy Spirit. Benny Hinn wrote, get up in the morning and say, good morning, Holy Spirit. What do you have in store for me today? When was the last time you went into a closet and just spent time with the lover of your soul? When was the last time you spoke to him? When was the last time you allowed him to fill you with righteousness, peace, and joy that comes through the Holy Spirit? Mm. That is what sustained me. What sustained me is my relationship with the Holy Spirit. If you don't have a relationship with the Holy Spirit, when something like an attack like that comes upon your life, where your soul deserts you, or your body betrays you. If you don't build up your spirit, you'll never make it. But if like a wise man, you are a hearer and doer of the word. Mm. You build up your spirit. It is your spirit man that will sustain you when the storms of life come. Wow. Sure. Build. Be, be careful where you build. What about the people that we keep around us? Should we be careful of them because that's part of us building? <laughs> because they're the ones that Absolutely. might throw stones at our houses. Absolutely. You know, uh, last week I was speaking quite in depth about emergent energy at my director, Dane Sage, and I said that God had sent him like an angel in human form to help me. And I, I just want to pick up on that a little bit and just say, you know, this is such an important I am speaking to you about what brought me through. I should be dead. You know, when I, when I took and fell that day, I knew when I was falling to the ground, I knew in my heart that I was supposed to be dead. When I woke up and I realized I was still alive, I was surprised. And it's been a journey between then and now to overcome this brain injury, you know, my body that was broken. It is my spirit that took me through it. But also, this is such an important thing that we have to know. This is what I learned personally through my experience. Please write this down. Take notice of this. Make a note. Record this. These are key principles. Key principle number one, build your spirit man by spending time with the Holy Spirit. So when the storms of life come, when your, your body betrays you and your soul betrays you, mm. your spirit will never betray you. It is, it is what will sustain you, restore you, and rebuild you. Number two, the people and the places that you have in your life are going to bring you into a place of restoration, healing, and prosperity. For me, that place was emergent energy and my director, Dane Sage. Now, I don't know if Dane is a Christian, 
We've never had a, a talk about God or his spirituality. And I don't know what are the basis of Imagine Energy. I know what their core values are. But what I knew was there was a time in my life where everybody that I thought would be there for me were not. Mm. The people that I did so much for over the years as a woman of God, when I was going through my difficulties, they were not there. But the people that I least expected, the company that I work for, that I consult for, you know, I have my own business. My director, I don't even know their spiritual work, but what I know was God spoke to me. He said, Angie, I want you at Imagine Energy. There were other opportunities that came. I'm at a place in my, in my career now where I can sign my own check. Uh, I'm, I'm qualified, I'm experienced, I'm an expert at what I do in solar, in solar PV installations and project management. I have offers weekly, but God said, go to Mother's Energy. I fought my way into Mother's Energy. I turned down other opportunities. I said to them, this is where I want to be, and I don't care what happens, this is where I want to be. And when I got there, I realized it was not about money, it was not about being in a, in a head of project position, God wanted me there because these were the people and this was the place that he was going to heal me, restore mm. me, and, and not just bring me back to the person I was, but take me further. So you have to be sensitive, right to the start. Be sensitive to the people and places that God brings to you. If you're not in the right place with the right people, they, that will destroy you. But if you were the right people in the right places, that will bring healing to you. Let me give you a scripture for this. There was a time when the Lord said to Abraham, go and sacrifice Isaac. Do you remember that? He said, take Isaac to, my, to Mount Moriah mm. and sacrifice him there. Mm. Now, they were living in the desert. This was quite a journey from where they stayed to Mount Moriah. Why did God say, take him to Mount Moriah and sacrifice him there? Why didn't God just let him build an altar outside his tent and sacrifice Isaac there? Mm. Because God knew that on Mount Moriah is where the ram was going to be that was going to be the provision for the sacrifice. You see, many of us, we are not being provided our healing. We are not being provided our deliverance. We are not being provided the abundant life that Jesus died for us to have because we are, mis- we are misplaced. We have not heard when God said, go to emergent energy. There I set aside a ram and his name is Dane Sage. And that is the ram, the man, the angel that I've set aside for you mm. who's going to bring you where I want you to be. All right. Be sensitive to what God is speaking to about people and places. All right. May the Lord help his people. Uh, that we might also be sensitive. I think spending time in the presence of the Lord will help us to even know his voice. Pastor Angie, our time is up again today, but we (laughs) will be coming back. um, And uh, I see... mm, uh, Okay, all right. Uh, Okay, Margaret is going through something. I'm not going to read all of that. She couldn't start with us, but she's going through something. I have a minute for family members to be prayed for, for you to just pray for our family members. Just a minute. Um, and let me greet Frank Jacobs, who's also greeting us, uh, loving the show. We love you too. Um, I know there are many more others than Margaret, who's going through something in her life. Can we just take it to the Lord in prayer? 
Um, we will Amen. definitely come back. We will definitely come back uh, to share some more. What do we say to the Lord in prayer in just a minute that we have today? Yes, amen. So thank you so much for the opportunity once again. Like you said, we'll come back and do part three, maybe hopefully next week, where I want to talk about how to build up the area of your soul. Uh, if your soul is wounded, you are wounded, and how to, to build that area up. I want to just take a moment to pray with you, um, to bless you, to bless your household. Just close your eyes, lift up your hands to the Lord, and let us just bring the session to an end. Heavenly Father, as we come before your throne of grace and mercy this afternoon, we come to you in the name above all names, the name of your Son, the Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. Father, I may not know what your children are going through this day, but you know. You know the cry of their hearts, you know the desires of their hearts, you know the pain that they're feeling. And you have said in your word that we do not have a high priest who does not know what we are going through, but we have a high priest who empathizes and understands our pain and our suffering. Father, just release your anointing upon your beloved right now. As they hear my voice, Father God, let the Holy Spirit reach and touch each and every person that is connected right now. Let righteousness, peace, and joy of the Holy Ghost come upon them. I speak to you right now, and I speak to the demonic spirits that are oppressing you. And I command you by the power and authority given to me in the name of Jesus Christ, take your filthy hands of God's children, lose them, and set them free as the Holy Spirit fills you right now. In the mighty name of Jesus Christ. Father, as I depart right now from Radio Pulpit and the family, let your Holy Spirit be with me as your Holy Spirit remains with our family. In the mighty name of Jesus Christ, we pray. Until we meet again, it's all God's children say, Amen. And Amen. Thank you so much, Pastor Angie. And uh, a quick one if we'd like to be in contact with you, how do we get hold of you? You can actually just Google me, uh, Angie Cancel. You'll be able to find me on Facebook. Uh, my contact number, my phone number is there. And for any person that is feeling suicidal, that is struggling right now, please reach out to Radio Pulpit. I believe they do have counselors. Uh, please reach out to Lifeline. You are not alone. Speak to your pastors. Speak to a family member. Reach out. Please, you are not weak. You are not alone. Talk. We are here for you. We love you. All right. Have a great and a beautiful Saturday. Oh, now I'm already on Saturday. Yeah, bon amar. <laughs> Have a great one. Have a great weekend, my queen. We love you. Bye bye. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you, everyone. Bless you. Bless you, family. Bye bye. And uh, that was Pastor Angie Campos Real. We are going to be continuing with her. Zandisile Lupasa. Hello to you. Thank you for also tuning in and being with us. I'm crossing over to the State of the Province Address by Premier Rifilwe Mtsuenitsipani in Mpumalanga. Crossing over with the sounds of 3C Live featuring Togozombambo, the Lord's Prayer. From your ear to your heart, to your mouth, to your feet. Join this life on 657 AM. Do you need prayer? WhatsApp your name and your prayer request to 082-657-2729 and our care center will gladly contact you to pray for you. Do you read the Word for Today daily devotionals? We wish to ensure that your copy reaches you on time. You can now receive the booklet directly at an address of your choice or via email if you prefer. It's easy. 
visit radiopulpit.co.za, select your choice, and update your details. Or SMS the word DEVOTIONAL to 37871. You will receive a reply SMS with the options. Alternatively, contact client services on 012-334-1257. Standard rate supply. You and 657 AM and Life, a winning team on the road to eternity.